0: Okay, then. <laughs> okay. I really feel like we need a jingle. I agree. Like, I, have I feel a like jingle. this isn't. I have
1: a jingle already. It's pretty crappy. But Does it have you lyrics? Can...
0: Well, I think you Doesn't need. don't have lyrics. Bum, bum, oh. bum, bum. <laughs> Greg, I think you need to network to get a new jingle. <laughs> Which brings us into <laughs> our topic for today. <laughs> I really want to talk about networking. What do you guys think?
1: I yeah, think that's a great idea.
2: I don't know hate, if I've ever do really networking? done it. Well, like for officially, one, I've never had to officially network for yeah. myself. I, I love networking. You get amazing food.
1: <laughs> is that why you love networking?
0: I do love networking. Because not the, of the contacts food. and not the... I mean, that's a plus, but if you're going to feed me like an endless supply of cheese, I'm going to come. Like I just need to know that there is going to be some sort of cheese there. And if it's Vermont Extra Sharp White Cheddar... Then I will absolutely come. I will be there 20 minutes early. And I'm not early to
1: anything. So, if you ever become president, the way to get state secrets is cheese.
0: I want to say no, but the truth is yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Anybody not else that have hard. Any <laughs> um, have you watched uh, House of Cards? I
0: watched the first two seasons, oh and then God. I couldn't really get into the third get back season. Into it. But that first season, I think I had to watch that first episode like three times before I was like, "What's going on here?"
1: It is so good.
0: I just, I love that She's president it. now. I'm sorry, no! I ruined it for someone. Is she president? I don't know. I haven't watched it. No, I'm just going get out. off of what I read. <laughs> fired. You're fired. I'm so I'm not even being paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> I am here at my own will, and you're going no, to kick that, me uh, out? I've
1: got to cut that out. And first of all, you ruined you ruined the rest of my
0: I don't know if it's true. I just read an article here or there. And it's always like, what's gonna happen? Because didn't they have to kill him off? Kill who off?
2: What's
0: Oh Kevin Spacey's character? Yeah. Stop. Hello. Where have you been? Well after that whole thing. Yeah, I mean after the child
2: molestation thing.
0: So Greg texted Uh, me a couple days ago. It's probably seven PM. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is down. I'm like, where have you (laughs) been? happened literally 24 hours ago i know down. And she's okay i'm like I got she's an okay
1: alert on my phone okay and i was like you oh, need to reset God. your alerts
0: <laughs> because there is something wrong with your breaking news is coming to you about 48 hours too late and it's just greg she I, I was I, at work the next day i was terrified i thought she actually like something happened to her like I was about to be like, go take my kidney. You probably don't want it, but, like, take my kidney. Protect her at all costs. <laughs> I, I,
1: I literally got that alert, and I texted you immediately. And I'm like, we save her. But she's like, where have you been? I'm like, what are you talking about?
0: I Googled it. I, I was driving home to New Jersey to visit my parents, and I pulled over mm-hmm. when I saw that text because I was like, I swear to God, if she died, <laughs> I, I'm going to lose it because I love ruth bader ginsburg she is you know people say like heroes she's my shero like she's my female hero i love her so much she is so badass
1: how old is she now I
0: don't let's not talk like this okay <sighs> she's like 90 she's something. forever 45 so. okay
1: forever 45 she, she looks, looks so great.
0: good for her she age looks amazing. she's working out more than i do yeah,
1: she looks amazing
0: yeah, she's that's like I mean. pumping those. Like, she's doing TRX And I don't know If anyone's ever done TRX But that is hard I'm That is not get easy I go yeah. to gym
2: like Six days a week But
0: I would not even Try to do God that God bless you I'm eating chocolate Six days a week <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and on the seventh day It's wings and pizza but What about the cheese? <laughs> oh well cheese is a given That's like I mean, my favorite food group,
1: That's so. just like water
0: yeah, like I can't exist okay. without cheese. I was eating tacos last night, and my boyfriend's like, "It is absurd the amount of cheese you put on it." And I'm like, "Yeah, I just <laughs> like cheese. <laughs> like, you live with me, you know this." And he's like, "I, I don't, Jesus, I don't yeah. know." Like, he's like, "I've never seen someone put cheese on chicken tacos." What?
2: I'm, like I, that? That's... I put cheese on everything. To like, be honest, no. I don't think I've ever seen a taco without cheese on it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So Danny, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you are wrong, and I am right. As I would always, totally
2: put cheese on a chicken taco. Like yeah. cheese, just makes like, everything just a given, better. Yeah, it makes everything like, better.
0: Yeah. Uh, this whole entire we were going to talk about networking. Now we've really gone off.
2: Yeah,
1: we've gone off we the deep end the network.
2: well, just cheese and networking. Well, networking is better with cheese, so I don't think we're that far off. Right. That's true. So we, we've established so we've come full cheese. circle now.
1: Cheese makes networking better. We've established mm-hmm.
2: that. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: So wait. Somebody said they it. networking?
2: I hate networking. But why
1: do you hate networking?
2: Um, because I don't like talking to strangers, really. Oh, okay. I don't like the whole aspect of walking up to somebody and introducing myself to them and saying, hey, this is what I do, and this is what I want from you. But it doesn't
0: necessarily have to be like that. It's kind of like, do you know when you're in elementary school and you're kind of put into a new classroom, it's like your first day of third grade, and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to like this teacher. I don't know who this kid is next to me. I just moved to the school district. You're like forced to talk to people and you're forced to make friends. And you're like, ha ha, let's go down the slide together. It's kind of like that. I feel like I feel at least for me, it is where I just like to go in and say, like, this is a
2: very different third grade experience for
1: me. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, I think it's a lot easier than that because in third grade, you're stuck with those kids probably for the whole year in networking. If you don't like those people, you will never see them again.
0: That's true. Ever again. Well, I think there's more to networking as well. So you have this whole idea of going into this place and meeting a bunch of people. And it can be super overwhelming because especially given if you know the names of the people that are going before, like, oh, the CEO or the general counsel or someone who is doing something you really want to do is there beforehand. You kind of dwell on that and you psych yourself out. So for me, like the easiest way for me to network is just to go in completely blind and just act like they all want to meet me and eat (laughs) my cheese. And now it's my job to go get my cheese back.
1: So you need a cheese defender whenever you go to network.
0: Yeah. It always comes down to the cheese. That's just what we need to know. Always (laughs) comes down to the cheese.
1: You see an ad out there for cheese defender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I went to a networking event this morning. Um, the the one thing that bothered me was just the time to prep. I was not prepared, I think, enough because it was so early. I definitely prepared a lot, but the time in the morning was 7 a.m., so I was not at the top of my game. Some people are really early risers. I'm, I'm not one of those. Um, I'm probably better at around 1 p.m., maybe, <laughs> um, which is weird because a lot of people are not better at 1pm, it's lunchtime, they go to sleep, they eat cheese, stuff like that.
0: I mean, there's (laughs) never a wrong time to eat cheese. (laughs) I'm not going to say you can only eat it after one, but like...
1: (laughs) Now, if you go to a networking event, it's a little different than, I think, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, You're talking about just randomly going up to people and...
2: Yeah, see, I think in in an event where networking is the goal, or the purpose, it's easier because you're I don't know you're all there for the same reason but if you're going to an event and you tell yourself okay I'm gonna network before I or while I'm there then that kind of situation is something that I personally would probably never do because I wouldn't even know how to do
1: that well Priya could give us some pointers on that
2: I think the biggest
0: thing to kind of have in your back pocket is a personal brand You have, everyone has that one thing they're super good at and that they feel really, really comfortable talking about. So I think a big thing when you're going into a networking event and you're going there with a purpose, whether it be to get a job or to make some sort of contact to close a deal, that it's super important to find that one thing that you're really comfortable talking about. and push that to the forefront. So for me, I'm very comfortable public speaking, which is kind of crazy because I think a lot of people aren't. I'm very comfortable in that aspect, but it, that doesn't mean I'm confident. I'm actually terrified I'm having that confidence and saying, okay, I'm up here for a reason. I'm in this room for a reason. This is what I'm bringing to the table. That really helps. So it really does come down to what are you good at? And what's your strongest skill? And you're going to use your strongest skill and you're going to mask your weakness. So my weakness is not talking. I love to talk. I can't sit in a chair for too long. I love to like socialize. So I'm gonna use that to my advantage. And I'm gonna get up, and I'm also gonna see like okay, I, there's like a sales aspect towards networking, and then there is like you have to know Marketing. the material and like knowledge. So it's like part sales, part knowledge. It's work. and yeah, yeah, you know, you have like you have this to
1: hone your craft, know your craft.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you need to know what you're really good at and you want to talk about that lead with that i'm not going to lead with my weakness when i go into a conversation
1: although that can work in certain situations um it's really about what the situation is calling for you know assess the situation figure out who you're speaking to who you're trying to i don't like saying sell to because nobody likes to be sold to but who you're trying to connect with it's really about figuring out what they need and what you can offer to to help them
0: and that's a good point about selling yourself without really selling yourself. So how do you go up to a person and say, I really want a job you just posted on the internet, but I'm not going to come right out and say it to you. So what do you do? Do you connect on LinkedIn and say, hey, you know, I saw, I met you here. We had a great conversation. Really appreciated your insight. Can you grab coffee and talk more one day? And that actually works nine times out of 10 because if you lead with flattery, people are going to be like, wow, okay, I'm I'm good.
1: And how do you feel about elevator pitches?
0: I think there's a time and place for them.
1: In networking instances, when you have to give a 30-second synopsis of who you are what you're offering.
0: Well... Let's see, when you guys have gone to networking events, have you ever had to do that in person? I've never personally had to do that in person. And if I have done that, it's been in a different setup where I would that was my job, mm-hmm. giving those kind of pitches. So I used to do pharmaceutical sales, so elevator pitches were my job. But once I went to law school, I don't think I ever gave an elevator pitch outside of an interview.
1: But I think you are giving elevator pitches on a regular basis because when you try to interact with people, on a, especially people you don't know, you only have a limited amount of time to connect with people usually, especially people are so busy and they're running all over the place. You just probably have a minute or less to connect with that person. That's an elevator pitch to me. I think in your personal brand, you should have your own personal elevator pitch that you're always ready to put out and promote yourself in, in a way that's very favorable to other people. And you may have multiple ones. For the situation and the person that you're speaking to or the people you're meeting, you may need a different elevator pitch, just like resumes. You may need 25 resumes and cover letters. You may need 100 cover letters to get the type of job that you want.
0: And here's a good pointer. Don't make all your cover letters the same. <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you go through them and you really tailor them to your job because you know that's really important
1: that? to do that it sounds like common sense but it's not so common so many people don't do it
0: yeah and there are times i mean I've, i'm guilty yeah. of doing that of course, and that's how i learned for the hard way mm-hmm. when i sent the wrong cover letter with the wrong resume oh, good and good. i felt like an <laughs> like an idiot and i was like well i'm definitely not getting that job and guess what i did not get that job i didn't even get an interview. But it was a job I was truly qualified for. Really, I. If you sometimes on LinkedIn, you can see how many people have applied for the job. I think there had been like three applications at this point. And I'm not saying that there wasn't applications that were coming in from another way. But I used one of those, what do they call them, like the LinkedIn in-mails to like push it through. And I sent the wrong cover letter. <laughs> and I was like, an, I felt like an idiot. I really did because... And I don't blame them because I, if that was me on the other end recruiting, I'd have been like, who is this person? They put the wrong name down. And that's just that's like a stupid, lazy mistake. Right. And that's just like a big no, no. But it took me doing that to make me more aware of being like, OK.
1: Again, I feel like you should always have a 30 second elevator pitch for yourself, personal. Think about it in 30 second intervals you may meet somebody that you want to connect with you may meet somebody that you want to work with they're not going to have all the time in the world to give you so you need to get your points across and who you are in 30 seconds or less yeah. people are run around in 10 second intervals think about Twitter how many characters is Twitter? One 160? 140? I
2: don't know let's count
0: one of Donald Trump's tweets
1: 280
2: 280?
1: 280? Yeah, no
0: wonder it. he's been tweeting more <sighs>
2: cut that back isn't that the reason why they gave them more characters I miss the old honestly I think so I mean I'm thankful because now I don't have to reduce things to stupid abbreviations to like make a coherent thought but
1: is it worth hearing more from our commander in chief
2: No, but personally, I think that someone should have taken his account away like two years ago. How does he have a Twitter account? Okay, let's talk about networking on
0: social media. (laughs) And this is a great segue, networking and social media. Twitter, not the way to network. No? I I don't think so. I think, well, I'm going to take that back. I think Twitter could be a good way to network. But I think it's more difficult to network on Twitter than it would be. I don't
2: know
1: now that I'm thinking about it. I would say Instagram
2: is probably not a good way. Oh, Instagram is definitely not a good way. Twitter would probably be a good networking platform for people in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm, Like, if you're an artist of some sort, I think Twitter would be effective. But as far as sales and business, I don't think that Twitter would be a good sales and business. I feel like all social media kind of yeah isn't really the way to go. But like, if you're in more
0: like the arts and entertainment, I feel like that's really how you connect is through mm-hmm. like social media because like artists meet artists and that's how you get like those big you can get like all those big
2: Facebook groups and stuff like that yeah. and it's like or big, yeah like, like the poster child for brother. social media success is Justin Bieber he was found on YouTube so that's true I, 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 would,
1: disagree. About I would say that LinkedIn is a very good networking
2: I think LinkedIn tool. is is also but it was also purposely created for that whereas Twitter is just a basic social media platform that I think other, if you have, it works for um, marketing and branding and things like that, but networking not so much.
0: I find myself going on LinkedIn less and less because it's starting to turn into a Facebook. I see seeing like a lot of personal posts where like a lot of pictures of like individuals and things. I think it's fine to put a picture of yourself up from an event, but I don't need to, s- I'm not going to LinkedIn to see what your newborn child looks right. like. And I'm not going yeah. on LinkedIn to figure out what your political views are. Right. I'm going on LinkedIn because I want to see what you're up to professionally and see how, what I do could connect with you. Right. So I feel like LinkedIn has kind of lost its, you know, way a little bit and has turned more into like A hybrid of Facebook and Twitter Mm -hmm. but Twitter is also interesting because you while you can interact with a lot of people it can really backfire on you like I think people forget that everything you put on social media stays on social media it's never leaving it's there forever
1: I enjoy Twitter because I find that you think a little more about what you're putting out there because Mm -hmm. you have limited amount of space to put stuff out there So you have to be a little more clever.
2: I think like one cool thing about Twitter is that recently at least people will call you out, I guess, for saying something that's factually incorrect or maybe socially irresponsible or something like that. So people are problem, I guess, that there was with social media is that people no longer had to be accountable for the things that they said. But now the culture in social media is shifting and people are being forced to be held accountable for things that they said. And there are different artists or social influencers or other people who have these big social networking platforms who um, before they were famous they said something stupid or ignorant in like 2012 and now that tweet is blowing up and their careers are getting ruined because they said something stupid before anyone knew who they were and that way yeah you do have to think more about what you're saying because you could i don't know get publicly humiliated on the internet
0: you're not you're being held accountable both personally and professionally Mm -hmm. now that line once you put something on social media it's no longer your own personal message it's 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 a public message it's out there it can be searched in google and you can hire people all you want to try and clear these searches it's just never going to work it's Mm -hmm. always going to be there because of a thing called screenshots
1: that makes me feel shameful because of myspace (laughs)
0: Cooper, <laughs> in. You in your top eight. I know
1: my MySpace is out there somewhere.
0: Was it top seven or top eight for MySpace? I think MySpace. it was top eight. Okay. Can you believe like they actually made you publicly rank your yeah. fans? Yeah. What are you doing, Tom? Why? <laughs> Where is Tom these days? Is was Tom even a real person? Uh, I'll never forget doesn't that picture. Justin He's Timberlake like own it now in a white t-shirt right in his picture right? yeah and he's You're like sideways. looking over his shoulder like haha. here I am I'm Tom and I'm going to publicly make <laughs> you rank your top he was friends. my
1: first uh... he's
0: everyone's first yeah. friend he was my
1: first internet <laughs> friend <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you <know>, people complain <laughs> that I have too many friends Tom from MySpace has the most friends I've ever like seen
1: he was the ultimate catfish
0: I wonder what he, he really, really looks like fish. do you think he looks like that picture do you think that's really him uh, I don't know
1: good question we should call i'm
0: them. always so curious as to what the people who are behind these social media like platforms look like i don't know why like, why i don't know why that like
1: does a hamburger Hamburglar actually look like the hamburger
0: i love the hamburgler <laughs> uh, he was He's my the favorite man behind the mask yeah
1: who <laughs> is the man behind the mask
0: <laughs> yeah that's a great question we should do a whole another show on that mm-hmm. We should get like a McDonald's executive in here to explain. The oh, Ronald
2: McDonald's. My
1: goodness. That would be incredible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need we to would know. ask
1: the tough questions that no one else will ask.
0: Yeah. Like, what's the secret salt on the fries? Because Wendy's fries aren't as good as McDonald's fries. Mm-hmm.
2: Neither are Burger King's fries. Yeah, burger?
0: I don't like Burger King to begin with, though. Chick-fil-A really like is where it's at for me.
1: No. Ew, Chick-fil-A is, Wow. Wow. Is you blasphemy. take that back
0: right now. Take that back.
1: No, that that's just...
0: I'm personally offended. I'm done with this show. That's,
1: that's lower level <laughs> fast food. What? Fil A.
0: They have unsweetened iced tea that is brewed no. fresh every day.
1: If it's unsweetened, why drink it? <laughs> why are you trying?
2: I'm... I thought I knew you. I thought
1: you were a cheese person. What's I going on? I thought we
2: were friends. You could put cheese on anything,
0: Greg.
1: Can you put it on ice, unsweetened iced tea? There you
0: could, no but it probably wouldn't be very good. But, like, you can... Yeah. I'm just, I'm shocked. Like I really thought we Chick, were. No, Chick Fil A. I thought I knew you more than this. And now I'm just so like I've never felt so disappointed in someone. I,
1: I am very, very disappointed in Chick Fil A. I had it. Once, well, you know what? And it was. I'm bit. disappointed
0: yeah. in you.
2: I've never had Chick Fil A.
0: What? We are
1: you're going not miss, there right for out.
2: Well, I'm a vegetarian, so my options are very limited. Why well, they have like yeah, the yeah, superfood salad?
1: It's not real chicken.
2: What do you salad. mean it's not real chicken?
1: It's not completely. real chicken. You are
0: disparaging so. Chick-fil-A at this point. I need to leave. <laughs> I can't I'm not gonna stand for this.
1: Think this think is about not how okay. they spell Chick fil A. It's not even proper spelling.
0: It's chicken you know, what I you, will it's say C V I C K is it? that's... You've been eating fake Chick-fil-A. I don't know where you've been going, but it's been fake Chick-fil-A, which is why you're saying it is a perfectly pickled brined piece of chicken, lightly breaded. No. It's delicious.
1: You will not change my mind on this.
0: Okay. No. I just I, I, I feel like eat, I don't know you.
1: I will eat a chicken sandwich from Taco Bell before I eat a Oh, I eat Taco bell. Coca-Cola.
0: What is wrong with you guys? Uh,
2: Anyone who tells you Taco, Taco bell, bell is
0: gross is just not your friend. <laughs> Taco bell I'm is gonna so object good. to
2: that because I had Taco Bell once and then I had the runs for five days afterwards.
0: So mm. never Well you're again. eating refried beans. That does that uh, to I, every I time. will say
1: that <laughs> Taco Bell's breakfast is trash. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to Taco Bell for breakfast. Okay, I'm but going to chick fil for breakfast. I mean, I, I ate a taco for breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a lot.
1: <laughs> so, uh, in terms of networking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I suggest, don't eat tacos and then go to a networking event. <laughs> that,
1: that is great advice. Do not eat tacos and then go to a networking event. Your colleagues will thank you. Always well,
0: check your teeth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always to, I want to like circle back to the elevator pitches. Sure. Um, we can't, uh, You did a great job at describing them. And I want to kind of disagree with you a little bit on it. I don't think you really need an elevator pitch.
1: I disagree completely.
0: I think you need to find something that humanizes both you and the person you're networking with that kind of creates a connection and makes you stand out from everyone else.
1: Right. But that assumes that you have the time to do that. Now, I'm talking about meeting somebody for 30 seconds. Most people don't have the time or the patience to sit there and connect with you on a human or professional level. You need to hit them fast to get them interested. I don't know. This is because what I'm talking about.
0: If I feel like if someone was elevator pitching me in 30 seconds, I'd have tuned out very quickly. Because Not it's like, it's for most pitch. people, it's just... um. A recita- re- recitation? Reg- recitation, recitation, recitation,
1: mm-hmm. recitation?
0: Rec- recitation, 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 re- <laughs> For most people, they're just reciting their <laughs> resumes. Recitation. Yeah, they're just they're reciting
2: their resumes, yeah, and to me, a it's like pitch. well, so I I'd like to argue that your approach depends on who you're approaching mm-hmm. because if you're like for example she thinks that it's better to make a connection with the person that she's approaching but you think it's better to sell yourself well she's a woman and you're a man
1: i will i will disagree uh, so I, I will completely agree that it's better to make a connection i with think a person. that
2: it depends on like not necessarily like the gender of who you're approaching but i think it depends on like the for one the field that you work in that's relevant to how you pursue this because if you're in sales then maybe you do want a 30 second elevator pitch because that's your job is to sell things so you need to be able to sell yourself but if you're trying to get a job in like i don't know somewhere in humanities then maybe it is better to make an empathetic connection with the person at first initially well this
1: is why you have multiple elevator i can't say that word (laughs) this is why you have multiple elevator pitches I I do agree that it is better to make a personal connection with people. But the, the argument here is that people don't always have that time. And if you want to connect with that person, you need to hit them over the head quickly before they go away.
2: I feel like in order to connect with them, then maybe you could just find one commonality. You know, one thing that you and this person have in common, even if it's like the CEO of some big corporation and
1: you're a percentage-level you worker.
0: Hey, we're well, from the same hometown. That's you yeah, know, maybe we went to that. the same high school. And or that's an like, pitch. I saw that's not an elevator sure pitch. Sure it
1: is, because because you still have to get them to engage you. So
0: <laughs> I don't. I, okay.
1: You need maybe to make we're it like Maybe
0: we both have different definitions of elevator okay, pitches. What's your definition? An elevator pitch is trying to sell something. No,
1: no, no I i disagree it's
0: like you're basically going in there and you're like hey between floor lobby to floor 19 i'm going to sell you on myself that's what right. i think that, of an elevator pitch that is
1: the the original definition of that i'm thinking of it more like a way to connect with people versus
0: i think we need to call some, it a something. 30 second I intro think that's that,
1: that's perfectly fine yeah. yeah that's
0: probably easier to say too yeah Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> After this, we're gonna make Greg listen to uh, Rihanna's uh, "Umbrella," uh, so uh, he can practice his uh, "Ellas"
1: <laughs> umbrella, umbrella pitch.
0: Yeah, I just I think like an elevator pitch has like almost a negative connotation to yeah. it.
1: I'm sure it's... you're right.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you're right.
0: Entree? I'm like, what are we <laughs> having for lunch?
1: I actually agree, 100. percent
0: Yeah, I think elevator pitch just has a negative connotation to it, and I think. When people, when you, if you tell people you need to create an elevator pitch, they're automatically going to be like, how do I recite my resume in 30 seconds instead yeah, of being like, yeah, instead of being like, let me research who this person is that I really want to go meet and let's connect. Right. And, you know, another way to kind of create a really good elevator pitch, if you just are being dragged to a networking event, which happens all the time, you end up going to a networking event. One of your colleagues is dragging you there and you're like, I really don't want to go, but there's going to be good cheese. <laughs> you you know, you're listening to someone talk and you're like, wow, I want to get to know this person a little more on a professional level. And you recite something that they said to you. So the best thing you can do when you're networking is listen, is just to shut up and listen. Because if you're interrupting someone constantly, if you're monopolizing the entire conversation, the only thing they're gonna remember you as is someone who didn't care about what they said. And frankly, you're going there to network with them. And, and yes, they're there to network with you as well, but you want their help. So if you're trying to go and network with someone and you want their help, listen. That's the biggest thing you can do is listen, remember certain things that they said and bring it out. And if you can't get to them later on, if they're like up there and they're doing a speech or like some sort of like conversation, a panel, whatever email them i can't even tell you how many times that i've spoken on a panel and people have emailed me and said hey you said this about yourself Uh, you know can you can we grab coffee and talk more and that means more to me than someone being like i really liked your panel can we talk
1: to me an email is the ultimate elevator pitch (laughs) so now pronounce the word properly
0: so okay so talking about emails how does everyone sign off their emails like, do you just write regards? It thank you sincerely. I, it depends
2: on the depends. content of the email and who I'm writing to.
0: Okay, so if you're doing it in a professional setting, my, my go-to is warmest regards.
2: And if anyone else takes that, I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> but I usually, warmest if I'm regards. asking a question or for a favor, I'll say thanks for your time or thank you. Otherwise, I'll say best regards.
1: There's actually a science to all this. There's a lot of studies regarding...
0: Okay, well, can we cut out my warmest regards? Because now I don't want anyone talking about it.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I don't
0: of want anyone inside. taking Matter it.
1: Matter of fact, my next email is going to have that. No,
0: my regards <laughs> are warmer than anyone else's. Mine are the warmest. Warmest regards. Yes, yeah, warmest of all the regards.
1: Cheesy regards. <laughs> Cheesy regards.
0: Oh, I love cheese. Warmest cheese. Warmest cheese. That's right?
1: so gross. But so <laughs> good. <laughs> um. So personal branding. In terms of networking, how important is it?
0: I think it's incredibly Mm. important. I think how you dress, even to like, for females, like the way your hair is, Mm. if you're, wash your hair, it's a good thing, or get it blown out, do something. (laughs) Look professional. (laughs) You know, look professional. You don't want, you don't want like your makeup to be smeared, but more so aside from the looks, it's how you, you know, present yourself. You want to be seen as someone who's confident Mm. and you want to be someone who they remember.
1: Beyond the physical element of this in terms of personally branding yourself as a business person, entrepreneur, or whatever it is you want to brand yourself as, how important is that in terms of connecting with people and networking?
0: Well, when I'm at a networking event, I want to talk to people who look inviting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, having a personal brand and understanding how that brand connects, like I'm a lawyer and lawyers tend to be on the colder side so for me my personal brand is I'm a very warm and inviting person I'm going to listen to people talk I'm going to nod my head I'm going to let them know that I am listening and to some that means more and that's more memorable than to some people who are just standing there and are like silent and okay and you know just waiting for you to finish so I think there's a personal brand with regards to what you're doing professionally, but then there's also a personal brand personally. And mine is just this obscenely happy, warm, and inviting person, which I get annoyed by sometimes because I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be happy right now. But as Greg can tell you, I'm always happy. Even when I'm not happy, <laughs> Greg's I'm face. happy.
1: The happy monster. <laughs>
0: Let me just give you some background. <laughs> Greg hated me when he first met me. Um, He's gonna deny it and say he didn't. He hated me. Absolutely, could are, not stand me. Are
1: he vicious, was like vicious lies. These are not never vicious lies. Hated anybody. In
0: and my then life. one day I, <laughs> I walked by him and I was like, "I'm gonna go get ice cream. Would you like ice cream?" And he was just like, well, "Who no. doesn't like ice cream?" Apparently you. You said no. <laughs> you said no to because
1: me. Because I don't know if she's trying to poison my. <laughs> he
0: said no. <laughs> so you know what know I her. did? I was like, I am. We worked in the same group, and I was like, it was me, Greg, and another guy, and I was like, I'm gonna make him my friend. So I went and got him ice cream, and I put it on his desk, and it melted because he wasn't there. But he saw that, and we became friends. And the next day, he left me a pack of gummy bears on my desk.
1: He, he, here's, the, here's the creepy part of the story. If someone you don't know gives you ice cream or something like that, I personally don't eat it.
0: Greg is like six foot five. I, it, I'm it five matter. feet tall. Okay? I,
2: look, I'm well. That's why tall. the best way to get in would be through poisoning him. Exactly. <laughs>
1: See? You and I, don't same, give him any See? Same, no.
2: Same way I'm legitimately
0: five feet tall. I could look like your four-year-old sister next to you. If you're going to take me XTL. out, you're
1: probably going to poison me. That's just the way that works. <laughs> If you were going to think it. I'm personally about it. offended. The ultimate then,
2: ways to take people out. Yeah. I, I would feel take like it's one of the best ways to get away with it, too. Do so you
0: guys watch Vanderpump Rules? I do not. Unfortunately.
1: okay. No.
2: Stassi Schroeder is this character on there.
0: She's not a character. She's a real person. Are you going to
1: give away another show?
0: I am. But she talks about how Spo- she would Before commit that, the perfect to say, murder. You
1: have to say
0: spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Stassi, if you're because- listening to this by any chance, I love you. You're great. Keep it up. Um, but Stasi had, like, this incredible epiphany that the perfect way to create a murder was to create an <laughs> ice pick that was so sharp and then you stab him with it and then the ice pick melts I've and they will never have evidence. No oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like,
2: how did I not think about this? Not that I would ever do that, but, like... Right. It's like death by ice. <laughs> I feel like the, the one problem with that is that what if it melts in your hand and it slips and you can't actually like efficiently stab them you know i think i well i never really thought this through like i've never had to stab a person before but i feel like (laughs) (laughs) i feel like unless you get like a perfect like one hit angle it takes a few times to actually what
0: is this like also
2: but like a candy cane like
0: when you're eating a candy cane you get it to like the perfect shanking point oh, true, and then it true. breaks off and you're like all that hard work for literally nothing
1: this sounds like tales from prison
0: Or, well i mean i've never been to prison but like i feel like i've watched a lot right of prison
2: shows so. <laughs> well how do you whittle a toothbrush
1: like i'm assuming it's probably like on like the a...
2: concrete wall you know i watched prison break that okay. was like my oh my god show. that was such a good show did so you watch I the like show. when he like I resurrected to watch the revival that's another except alert yeah. I need
1: it, to say was alert. it was okay, spoiler
2: because- alert. spoiler alert the revival of prison break sucks don't waste your time it's terrible
0: i'm so disappointed because that was such a good show every single person on that show was good looking i loved. Oh my god, funny because the main Miller character was he played um captain cold on the flash and they had like his weapon was freezing people basically <laughs> see our lives are <laughs> no but I legitimately loved Prison Break I loved that show that was a great show it was a good show you know what other show I really like The Good Wife I thought that was a great show I and so. I just I was walking in Soho the other day and I saw Juliana Margulies walking with like her child and her dog her dog is super cute by the way but she is the most beautiful person I have ever seen. Like She's she was ageless. not wearing. She is, mm-hmm. and she was not wearing any makeup, and she just had her hair pulled back, and she was stunning. So, Juliana, if you're re- listening to this as well, like keep it up. You look so good.
1: Yeah, you're killing it. Yeah, literally.
0: <laughs> uh. ER was a great show too. What was the, What was I? What
1: was I thinking about? I, I lost my track of thought because of. <laughs> The spoiler prison alerts break. and Prison Break. No, not because of Prison Break. It was
0: Juliana, prison wasn't break. it? It was
1: Juliana,
0: yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about LinkedIn a little bit more. LinkedIn, you can make... Have you, okay, let me start this way. On LinkedIn, do you guys all have LinkedIn profiles? Yep. Yes. Some
1: your, of us are better than others.
0: Okay. Are, Don't okay. call me out. <laughs> Thanks. Are your profiles private or, per, or public? Um... Public. Public. Okay. So did you know you have a private one? Why do you have a private LinkedIn profile?
1: It's for strategic reasons.
0: What are those strategic reasons?
1: I don't like certain people looking at my stuff.
2: (laughs) Okay. Greg is very secretive.
1: I am a very secretive person. It must be all those years... But I
0: I feel like when your LinkedIn profile is private, you're doing yourself a disservice. Well, the
1: good thing about LinkedIn is that you can make certain areas of your profile private and certain areas public. So So what do you keep
0: private?
1: Everything prior to my current positions.
0: Okay. I guess that would Mm -hmm. work. And did you know that, like, on LinkedIn, you can, if you check a box, you can show up in Google searches? Yes. Okay.
2: I unchecked that box. Why? I don't know.
1: No reason. <laughs> just unchecked it, just because you felt like it.
2: Is it that well, you come up in a Google search for your name? or for I comment, yeah. It, well, it comes up for my name, and
0: I have a very famous name. I'm named after the head of parliament in India. Mm-hmm. And I get weird messages a lot on every social media platform Can,
1: do you mind just, sharing they're inappropriate do, okay
0: yeah i don't want to put that out there and in the how point. inappropriate they're they're inappropriate not something yeah. i would ever feel comfortable society is
1: so weird just, they really are just randomly well i'm also confused
0: because i look nothing like the head of parliament in right. india literally nothing just, i think tall. she's also like a foot taller than me
1: Plus, like, we don't
0: look anything like. Plus, yeah. you have um, to be
2: significantly younger than her, right?
0: And um, you're yeah. named yeah. after
2: her. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so it's just
2: it's weird, and these
0: people talking to me as if I'm her and saying oh, these things. Her. Yeah. Really. That's and so they say these things, or it's She's like a catf- you're a
2: catfish without even trying. I know. <laughs> it's weird. How
1: crazy. is that? In networking, how important is going outside your comfort zone?
2: Oh, it's
0: super important. You have to be outside your comfort zone. I mean, who's comfortable walking into Some people uh, are. I mean I am. Right, well there you go. (laughs) 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 But like on the whole, I think most people are not comfortable. And there are times where I'm uncomfortable where I feel very intimidated because of the quality of people that are in the room and, you know, their titles. But, you know, you gotta push yourself to do that and you have to push yourself to do things. I used to be terrified to speak publicly. Now I love it. And Mm. it comes just so naturally for me. And it's not, you know, it really is practice makes perfect with a lot of those things. So if you continue to go to more and more networking events, you're also going to see that the people at those networking events overlap and they're really going to get to know you. They're going to remember you. And then you're going to get, you never know. Like I've received job offers because they had met me a couple of times and were like, I thought of you when i saw this come across my desk are you interested Mm -hmm. you just you never know
1: so for people who are uncomfortable networking they should really go outside their comfort zone then
0: yeah you just have to practice there you
1: go go out there and practice what do you recommend for practicing besides going to actual networking event
0: go to a bar and like talk to people Put yourself in situations where you're forced to talk to other people. So if your friends are going out with friends that you don't know, that's networking right there. Networking doesn't have to be just professional. Like if you're yeah. moving to a new city, how are you gonna make friends? You're gonna join a recreational sports team, you're gonna like find a hobby, you're gonna take like workout classes. Introduce yourself to the person next to you. And every time you do that, it gets so much easier. And a big thing I can tell people is that people often overlook the people who are in lower paying jobs, doormen, elevator attendants. You can't do that. If you you continue to do that, you are never going to get anywhere in life because... Those are the same people that, if you need help, they're going to be the first people there for you.
1: I always say those people have the keys to everything as well. Yeah. And so if you want info, that's who you go to. And
0: also, it's just nice. Yeah. Like, mm. you don't need to be rude to it's a part dorm of being
1: it. a well-rounded, so it's, person.
0: It takes literally no effort to say mm-hmm. thank you or to get to know someone whose name. We were, Greg and I worked in the Empire State Building for five years, and I knew all of the doormen all of them and it was weird because there was like 80 of them but i knew them and it like made it a point to do that and it they always like if there was a long line they'd be like oh priya come here come come
2: on we'll get you in
1: new york city is such a weird city in terms of doing things like you're saying we're just generally abrasive yeah one
2: time i remember i was walking down the street and like i never say hi to people when i walk down the street but for whatever reason i like just waved at someone and smiled and said hi and the guy was so taken aback by it he was shocked that I acknowledged him. Did become a him. stalker? And I was like no it was no- it was yeah. normal interaction thankfully mm-hmm. but I was like even shocked at myself right. that I took the time to like acknowledge him because I never do that but
0: I mean I acknowledge every dog <laughs> so like if I can acknowledge all the puppies on the street I can acknowledge all the people mm-hmm. on the street mm-hmm. it takes I mean, it's just even eye contact smiling it it makes a difference in their lives too. Right.
2: Yeah, no, and I think especially in a place like New York City where everybody is abrasive, being the one of few people who is not that way really stands out to people as well. Willing now, how, to talk to people, personality. How do you, I? I very easily. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: very easily. Um,
1: it's very interesting because uh, to me, on a daily basis, and, I, and I'll just throw this out: New York City subway. That's the end of my world.
0: Look, I'm not saying I don't get frustrated at situations. It's how I deal with things, mm-hmm. though. I, I'm, I get very frustrated, and if I'm stressed out, it's not, like, a good situation for me. But I think at the end of the day, like, people are just trying to do their jobs, and everyone is in the same boat. If we're getting on the subway and it's a crowded subway, I don't want to be there. The other people don't want to be there. Like, why am I going to make it more of a miserable experience for someone else?
1: Well, I'm not saying you in general.
0: Well, that's just my outlook on it. So if so someone else is miserable and is like screaming at me or something, I can either I have I have a couple options. I can either yell back, mm-hmm. I can walk away mm-hmm. or I can smile and laugh at all. So
1: let's say you get on the subway and it's jam packed. You're right in the middle and a situation occurs where you can't escape. <laughs> so you just had the worst day of your life. How do you deal with that?
0: I would probably just
1: ignore them okay that's i mean that's easier said than done sometimes right
0: well of course but i think how do you um uh it depends because i can be silent
2: but i'm also i can be very snarky (laughs) so i might say something sarcastic back if i'm having a really bad day but most of the time like if a stranger says something like i'll laugh like like
0: if they say something that's directed like i don't mind laughing back or like talking like some people don't interact at all with
2: them i was like "Eh, yeah was funny you get the ghost
1: eyes right where it's like people don't exist
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's like everyone's like whenever someone hops onto the subway car and they start making an announcement about how they need money or they're selling something and everyone's just like awkwardly trying not to make eye contact and like looking around on the subway card or like on their phone or whatever waiting for the person to move on to the next subway car
1: yeah the other day i got on the train (laughs) because the other day i got on the train and somebody was blasting music so i'm like i could say something i can move to the next car so i moved to the next car Literally in the next car, somebody started blasting music, <laughs> and I'm like, "What is happening right now?" So I went to the next car. Lo and behold, <laughs> somebody else blasting music. So at that point, I'm like, hmm, "I have two options here. I can either say something or grin and bear it." I chose to grin and bear it that day. Um, it doesn't always happen for me.
0: For you, I'm surprised because you are not a grin and bear it. Oh, person. I'm not.
1: No. And usually, first things that come to my mind for
0: anyone who knows greg if you want to know who i am as a person i'm the complete opposite of greg <laughs> legitimate opposite of him in every like the way we look it's the way we act our personalities
1: <laughs> it. it's, it's not as bad as she's saying just to put it out there
0: no we we nice get along person. very well greg is one of my closest friends and i would do anything for him
1: i just have zero tolerance for bullshit
0: well, I I think it's fine. I, I have zero talents for bullshit as well, and I will never stand. Up, I will never stand for anyone bullying someone else. I, that's a hard line okay. for me. You, if you cross that, there's no coming back. And I think part of that is just who I. Am. I mean, it's yeah. not part. Of, it's just who I am. Like that is where I will speak up if someone yeah. is saying something derogatory. Or, you know, hurting. The other day I was walking and this woman was yelling at this teacher. And in New York City when you have school kids going out and they're like kindergartners, first graders, they're all required to wear these vests and they hold hands. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they, they hold hands, remember? and they kind of walk in I mean, like I've pairs. seen them, yeah, they're forced yeah. to walk in pairs. Yeah, they walk in pairs, mm-hmm. and they all are, like, they're kind of all leashed together, you know, <laughs> so you, you can't grab one and run, because you're taking them all. Um, <laughs> it's Sometimes like, have, like, a little, like, <laughs> like, it's almost like a dog leash, and they're all holding on. Yeah, separately. they're all holding yeah, on to yeah, this, yeah. and, you know, it's just, and it's cute. They're, like, little ducks, and, like, the teachers are the mama ducks. Right. It's really sweet, and, um... You know, if you if you're walking down Broad Street where the stock exchange is, they kind of have these like bronze little statues that are in the middle of the sidewalk. I don't know what purpose they serve except to like impede the flow of traffic. This little girl was tying her shoe and this woman turned to the like you know like you couldn't walk by. You had to wait for her to tie the shoe. Not a big deal. Like she's like 6. Like she probably just learned how to tie her shoe. There are times where I can't even tie my shoe. But like <laughs> this woman screaming at this teacher saying, like, this is so inappropriate, you're making me late to work. And I'm like, walk to the other side of the street mm, and get on the other sidewalk. Like it's just so easy. And it's like, why do you in New York City feel like you can say those things and act that way when you would never act that way in the suburbs? Like I would like I cannot is that imagine true? This.
1: Do you think that's
0: Yeah, true? I feel like I feel like that woman would never have yelled at a child on a su- on a sidewalk in the suburbs you, who was just like... Do you guys agree with that? I don't know. If I, I agree,
2: because I think that in New York City, it's so easy to get caught up in the atmosphere of like, agree. I need yeah, to do I this, I need, need to get there, like, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need like, you're in a rush, like, it's all about what you have mm. to do today, where you have to be, etc., because that's what everybody's doing and everybody, like, has their own individual lives and schedules to attend to, so it's hard to like remember that I don't know there's something other than your work life like I I would say that I wouldn't see that in the suburbs because I would expect like a woman who's on her way to work and late first of all she probably wouldn't be in that situation anyway she'd be driving a car
1: when you say suburbs what do you mean exactly
2: yeah I mean like not not in New York City or surrounding areas I'm not
0: talking about like Westchester I'm talking about like upstate new york okay well yeah i
1: mean that's a phenomenon that's unique to new york city i think and los angeles and stuff like that well
0: i think it's It's exactly what you said that in new york city you think you're the most important person in the entire city because that's just how everyone thinks and i think people fail to understand that it's not just about you
2: yeah and I i think that it's it's not really like an everyone thing i think that that mentality is probably more apparent in like, like high-ranking corporate kind of people, people that work in that sort of an atmosphere because they're so like... It's all about like entitlement. They feel yeah, entitled. it's all about enti- it's about entitlement. It's about, I don't want to say career-obsessed, but essentially career obsessed. Everything is about like deadlines and efficiency, and so when you mess with their routine for 30 seconds you throw off their whole day and they don't know how to deal with it, so they just explode.
1: I think I can agree on one level of, of that assessment, but another side of that i don't totally agree certain people just are unable to deal with certain things and it doesn't matter where they are i can make an example where you'd be driving through the suburbs as we call them and people will curse you out from their car is that just a road rage thing i don't know if that's just necessarily a road rage
0: that's just new jersey yeah Yeah, i was just gonna say like (laughs) that's just new jersey Jersey, like yeah
2: i think that's a Well I think road rage is also a separate thing Because people, I think You're more likely to curse someone out from the safety of your car Than from right in front of their face, you know so i'm in new jersey yeah. <laughs> I think it's also
0: like this just really bothered me because it was a little child and it right. was a woman who yeah. just had like a complete disregard for the right. fact that like this was not convenient for the teacher either and you know the it's hard enough wrangling one child i have twin nieces who are seven it like and let me tell you trying to get them even to take them to go get ice cream like they're so excited it's like it's just not going to happen because they all over the place. But so I can't imagine doing that with twenty five thirty. It's a high stressful job. It's not easy. And it's
2: just like, come on. Like, relax. Well, I everyone think, just take a deep breath before I think you talk. That might be the difference between the city is there's a much lower tolerance for either young children or people with disabilities that are just, I don't want to say in the way, but creating an inconvenience for other people just because of their disability or because of the fact that it's a six-year-old girl that needs to tie her shoes for two minutes and people in the city are less accommodating to things like that because their reaction is and I've like witnessed this happen several times you know somebody is yelling at another person for being too slow or being in the way and the other person replies oh well I'm old or oh well I have a cane whatever and the other person says well you're in the wrong city then and that's just not an appropriate way come on New York you gotta be better Yeah, I love New York City like this is
0: truly my home at this point when I first moved to the city I hated it I'm from Philadelphia and it's just it's a lot smaller and now I love New York City and it's oh please world (laughs) champions (laughs) the world champion Philadelphia Eagles. It uh, feels so good to say that. Uh, and I'm going to continue to say that uh, until February 2019 when I can <laughs> no longer say that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I hated it in New York. And in New York, I really love it now. This is my home. But I just wish that like sometimes people treated each other a little bit better in New York. But now we're really off the topic yeah. of networking.
1: So the moral of that story is treat people better slow down
0: we can do a whole entire podcast on living in new york
1: yes and we should so let's wrap this up though yes Mm -hmm. this is
2: i don't know what we're even talking yeah
1: (laughs) but priya is very good at wrapping things up in bowls so wrap it in a cheese bowl let's get this thing going
0: (laughs) in my nice little cheese bow I think the biggest thing to take away when you're networking is be confident, just be yourself and be confident in who you are. There might be someone who has more experience on their resume, but they're not you. And that's so important to remember that you bring something to the table that's different than anyone else. Figure out what that is and play that up. And your weaknesses will always take care of themselves and your weaknesses aren't always going to be weaknesses. They'll eventually become your strengths.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm hmm. Don't be afraid to and go that's outside That's my
0: philosophical your... words for the day.
1: Yeah, don't be afraid my to go My last name isn't comfort. Gandhi
0: for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Boom.
1: You <laughs> need to have some sound effects in the background. <laughs> like a missile coming down as you're saying that.
0: Just don't message me because my last name is Gandhi. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore.